just cartoons. Not just cartoons. We're Nicktoons. Not just cartoons. Not just cartoons. We're Nicktoons. Not just cartoons. We're Nicktoons. Hey everybody, and welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, where I, Frantic, give my thoughts on something from pop culture, video games, movies, or anything else that I have on my mind that week. So, today, the topic at hand, I want to list out my top 10 favorite Nickelodeon Nicktoons. So, as a 90s kid, and I'm actually a 90s kid, I was born in 1990, do the math, you know, you can see how old I am, whatever. But, as a 90s kid, I grew up watching the original Nicktoons, uh, all the the great ones, and I love them to this day. I'm literally wearing a Nicktoons shirt at the moment as we talk. I have multiple Nicktoons shirts. I get a little obsessive over things I really like. So, let's go ahead and get into it. I want to just do a countdown of my top 10 favorite shows, and I want to just talk a little bit about each show and explain why I like them so much. And that's probably about all I'm going to do today. So, if you don't really like Nicktoons, I'm sorry, but this has been on my mind pretty much this whole week. So, I'm like, man, I got to just talk about it. I want to do a show about it. And this is what this show is about. This show is about the conversation and about getting my rambliness out that's what this podcast is about. So, here we go. We're going to just do a little countdown. We're going to start off with number 10. I wonder I wonder if I can actually do uh, an epic voice. Number 10. I can't really do it right now. Wait. <clears throat> number 10. Too, too wacky. Hey, number 10. I don't want to yell into the mic. It might be a little bit too loud. I don't want to hurt anybody's ears. So, here we go. Let's start for real. Number 10. Rugrats, which is an interesting show. It's about babies. Little, little, little ones. Infants. That can't speak, but they can speak to each other. So, the idea behind the show is they have these adventures in these small areas. So, say their playpen in their house, or the sandbox in the backyard. Think about it like that. Something like that. So, there's this ep- let's just make an example of an episode where the main character Tommy Pickles he's a small guy a little baby with a diaper but he always has a screwdriver in his diaper cause you know he's a badass like that in, in order to get out of his playpen he wants to get out of his playpen he imagined this huge scenario where he's climbing the side all epically and he does a latch and all this stuff so basically think about it like that Think it's it's like the world it's like your little little character inside this big world that seems so much big, bigger, and your imagination just goes wild with everything around it. And it's kind of based off of that. And then it's based off the connections that the babies have with their families. Uh, like one of the characters' names Chucky, and he finds out in an episode that his mom is dead. And then he has to actually fi- figure out what uh, death is and learn about death. And that's actually a really poignant episode and actually is touching that's a really strong episode um so i i recommend rugrats because it's just a really good show especially for kids for little kids i, I loved it as a kid and i have fond memories of it I, I haven't actually watched it since i was a teenager but you know i love the show 
So, let's, let's continue our countdown with number nine. Doug. Doug. Yep, Doug. That's a cool show. Uh, the main character, his name is Doug Funny. And he, he's, I think he's around 14, 15. He's, he's a, maybe even younger. He's probably 13. He's a teenager, maybe around middle school age. Would you say that? And it's about, it's kind of a sitcom-y style show, but the, the premise is it's based off his journal entries. So whatever he thinks is happening and how he feels about the situation, it's all based around him. So, well, the show is called Doug, so obviously the show would be based around him. So what he writes in his journal is uh, what happens and what, uh, how, how the story plays out. So sometimes there are episodes where he imagines himself as a hero, superhero named Quail Man with his dog. And, of course, they have adventures, and it's kind of loosely based off real life. And it's just a lot of fun. The show, the show is really, really strong when it comes to the characters in the show and uh i I just think it's very has a lot of heart to it so i I recommend doug for the fact that um you you grow to love doug and you actually he's really relatable throughout the show so next up these are actually going by pretty quick this is pretty fun i like it anyway number eight Cat Dog, which I like Cat Dog. A lot of people actually hate on that show. The premise on the show here, we got one long body, think of a Dachshund dog or like a wiener dog across, right? The body, spotted body, body. one head is a smart talk, smart talking cat. And the other end is a kind of doofy but lovable dog. So they clash on everything of course throughout the show uh they have they're 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 kind of cats kind of a geek and uh there's a group of bullies they're kind of like a a kind of motorcycle gangy they're the greaser gang they're dogs and they give them a hard time and it's it's just a fun show because the dynamic between the two characters can lead to some interesting situations so I give Cat Dog a recommendation. It's a very simple. Honestly, all these I recommend. I, I probably should stop saying. Oh, I recommend this one. I recommend this one. But Cat Dog's pretty cool because it. I just like the characters uh, in there, uh, and the idea of them clashing all the time and uh, just the situations they get into get they get wackier and wackier. Like there's an episode where they get stuck on this little land inside uh in the middle of a highway right the highway is going so fast that they can't get out so they're just stuck on this highway so it's about them coming back and forth between each other and uh you know of course there's a there's a, a lots of like little sitcom things that happen where they draw like a line down the middle of the little island and stuff like that uh it, it's a pretty interesting show cat dog <laughs> number six Angry Beavers. Angry Beavers. I freaking loved Angry Beavers. It was interesting. The The concept of the show is not very complicated. We got 
two brother beavers that live in a dam that they built themselves. We got Norbert and Daggett? I can't remember their names. Wow, this has been so long since I watched the show. I love it to death, though. Um, the We got the kind of similar concept to Cat Dog, actually, if you think about it. We got the brother that's a little older than the younger brother. He, had, he has a little more wise, a little more calm and collected. And then we got the other brother, who's a little bit more crazy and wacky. And then it's more just about the forest and them doing crazy stuff in the forest. There's an episode where there's, like, a crazy party and there's like episodes <laughs> those two really like i just thought about it popped into my head they really like horror movies and like old school movies so there's a lot of like episodes that pay homage to them and i really like angry beavers there's just not a whole ton of stuff to say about them but i w- would recommend giving them giving them a shot because i just i just think the characters are really fun to see interact and uh they get into some crazy shenanigans i'm just seeing some of it in my head right now check out angry beavers if you get a chance next we got number six number six fairly odd parents yep fairly odd parents up I like the show a lot. This one is probably is up there on my on my top ten. Obviously, <laughs> that's a dumb thing to say. This is a top ten list. Of course, it is on my top ten. I'm an idiot sometimes. Sorry, guys. I apologize for all this craziness that I'm putting you through. So number six, we got Fairly Odd Parents, which is fun show. It's fun. It's I would say it's the epitome of fun. We have Timmy Turner who, I don't know, he's probably seven, eight. You get, they probably say in the show, but I don't remember his exact age. He's a little guy. Uh, he gets odd, uh, fairly, very odd parents. Uh, uh, the play on the name, fairly odd parents, yeah. And each episode, it's about him making wishes and the consequences of that. Very simple premise, but it goes a lot of different places, obviously. They have a TV movie where they're in the TV and like he was like i wish my life was in the tv so you see different styles of tv that one's really fun like he, he wishes for there's there's a multiple tv movies on, on that show actually and uh there's actually a crossover with a show later on and i'll get to that when i get to that show wait actually is that show even on my list it isn't <sighs> actually i don't think he's really top 10 so yeah he crosses with jimmy neutron which i like jimmy neutron but it really isn't in my top 10 there's a, a TV movie, TV movie with the animation style switch switching between the sh- between the two, but I really like the concept. Uh, if anybody finds out about his fairies, he loses his fairies, so he still has to keep that secret too. And he has his teacher that's trying to hunt down the fairies, and he goes to Fairyland. He meets like the big boss fairy guy that's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, he meets the hero from his favorite comics the crimson chin it's it has a lot of really fun and vibrant characters and each situation is really cool you never know what's going to happen in the show because it's so unique um in the fact that anything can happen which is a great premise for a really fun kids show so fairly odd parents is awesome i love that show next up we got number five wow that was bad number five 
Rocco's Modern Life, which is about a wallaby from Australia who has a dog and his best friend's a cow. And they go on all these wacky adventures and there's a lot of adult humor. Rocco's Modern Life is fun. There's an episode where they go to a giant mall and he has a credit card and he buys all this stuff and then he learns the follies of his way that he shouldn't be using a credit card like that and he find out that he actually was a sex operator yes that's actually in the show he was a sex operator wow why am i talking like this i don't know that shtick got a little crazy but i like rocco's modern life <laughs> next up we got one of the most popular nicktoons Number four. Number four. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. Wow, that sounds like a SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I'm trying to do a David Bowie, but it's not working. SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants. Sounds horrible. Anyway, SpongeBob. Everybody knows SpongeBob. There's two movies that were released in theaters. This this character is one of the biggest cartoon characters ever. Uh, honestly, I only like the first few seasons of the show. Uh, while the original creator was still on board, I think his name's Steven Hillenburg. That show was one of the peak. It's like modern day Looney Tunes. Every episode, they're, they're 11 minute episodes, so they're short form animation. So they just have like one central concept. So say he has an episode where he blows up a balloon. This No, he blows up a, not a balloon, a bubble. Bubble. And it's shaped like a human. And he's Bubble Buddy. And he goes throughout the entire town and, oh, this is Bubble Buddy. Blah, blah, blah. We're, we're best buds. We're doing this and that. And this is like wack, wacky adventures for that whole episode. And sometimes it's so it's so unrealistic. Obviously, he's a sponge who lives under the sea in a pineapple. His best friends a starfish, and there's fires underwater. And yeah, the show doesn't make any sense, obviously. But it's Looney Tunes. It's a con- con- continue continuation of that wacky, zany humor. At least until that the creator left, like the original creator, because all the way up to there and into the first SpongeBob movie, I think it was like the first six seasons or so something like that it was the original creator and the the characters are just so zany and wacky and there's always this insane situations happening uh this is the show i probably watched the most because they re-ran it a lot when it was first new uh the first few years like maybe 2000 to 2006 like i watched so much spongebob i've seen these episodes a zillion times i can recite them from my from heart they're they're really good shows. They're they're really really fu- funny too. They're actually funny. They legitimately have funny parts to them, and uh, a lot of people say the main character is annoying, and that's kind of the point. He's supposed to be kind of wacky, zany, and a little bit annoying, and a little bit grating, a little bit grating. All the characters in the entire show react to that, and they're just like, okay, yeah, that's him. That's SpongeBob. Yep. Yeah. Uh huh. Especially Squidward. He's kind of like the anti-SpongeBob, and. Uh, I, I, I can go on and on about Spongebob. I think it's actually one of the best shows ever. Um, but that's not the last one on my list here. 
So we're going to keep going here. We have a couple more. Well, three more. So let's get this going. But yeah, SpongeBob is great. It's a great comedy. I say it's more com comedic than mo most of these shows I've listed already. And I'll stop talking about it now so we can get on to number three. Invader Zim. Invader Zim is pretty cool. I, I really, really, really like Invader Zim. It has a really cool style to it. How many times can I say really? <laughs> really, really, really. Anyways. Anyways. Invader Zim. It's pretty cool. It has a cool art style. It's kind of angular. Dark, bold lines around the edges. Uh, the characters are so dramatic. Especially Zim. Zim thinks he is the biggest baddest alien ever he's trying to take over the world literally which every episode he doesn't he always thinks up this harebrained scheme and it's kind of like pinky in the brain if you think about it a little bit but he thinks about this crazy scheme or not every episode's about him trying to take over the world but that's the main central concept of the show that they want that he is kind of not a very good alien because he, he can't even conquer this world he's kind of a he kind of just accident prone and uh, he always has somebody foiling his plans. The humor of the show is kind of unique though because it's uh, a little dry but if you actually pay attention to the scene you can, you can see where the humor is in it and uh, also there's a lot of gross out humor and a lot of gross out scenes in the show so it's actually a fun show I liked it a lot and uh, I would recommend it because of the art style and because of the uniqueness of the humor and the, and the unique characters in it um, I just think that Invader Zim is one of those shows that I'm glad it's coming back it's actually coming back as a movie uh, it's, it's, so, it's so different than anything else that you're going to watch on this channel that uh, on Nickelodeon, that or in, or any channel actually, it's just one of the most unique cartoons ever made. So I I, I recommend it highly, highly recommend Invaders Zim, even though my explanation kind of wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Number two, we got number two. Avatar The Last Airbender, which technically is a later Nicktoon, but it is a Nicktoon. It is an anime style show. I want to actually do a full in-depth episode about the show. I want to do an entire video about this one day. Maybe in a long time, but in the future I want to make this video. Um, Avatar is a great show. It's uh, it's It was awesome. I've watched it twice now. I watched it a few years ago. Uh, I used to watch random episodes, but I wouldn't know what the storyline really was. I'm like, I don't really know what's going on because it's a serialized story. It actually goes from beginning, middle, and end throughout the entire episode. So if you just catch a random episode, you're kind of like, oh, that was a cool show, cool episode. But I don't really get the situation. I don't really get the context of what's going on in the storyline. But if you watch it like a binge watch, like at the DVDs, like I, like I have, start from the beginning and watch it all the way to the end. It's a really, really good show. Uh, anime style. Like, it's American-made, but they try to do that kind of anime look to the characters, and the an animations uh, reminds me a lot of kung fu movies and some animes that I've seen. Um, 
The characters in the show are some of the best characters, the most fleshed out characters you will ever see in a cartoon. Uh, every single one of the characters has uh, motivation for what they do. They have reasoning behind why they are the way they are. They're not just, uh, you know, what's the name? What's the word? Clichéd characters. They're not clichés. They are, you know, deep. They have thoughts. They have emotions. They uh, have uh, all the actions are based off of something that has happened in the past or their personality, and they actually have personality. Every single character in the show evolves and changes from the beginning to middle to the end, and all of them are really fully developed. There's actually parts of the show where you think they're going to just go off, you know, keep on going with the story, keep on the story, but they'll do an entire episode that's just about a character or about two characters, and they're not afraid to do that. They're like, this is, we want these people to know who these characters are, so they will go and they will do an entire episode that's completely, like, not even about the main storyline, but it adds so much to the characters. Avatar is up there as one of the greatest, you know, beginning, middle, and end cartoons ever. It's like, has a, one of the best fully told stories and it's really fleshed out. Honestly, I'm, I haven't watched the sequel show, uh, the spinoff show, which is Korra, Legend of Korra, which is about, well, the main the main character from Avatar, he's the, a, he's the Avatar, which is a guy who can, I didn't even explain the premise of this show. I just, I just like the characters so much, I just started going off about that. But the premise of the show is that there are different factions of this universe, this world, where, where one, one faction can waterbend, one person can airbend, one person can uh, earthbend, and firebend. When I say bend, literally they can take the water, or whatever it is, the material, and they can uh, do what they want. Say, so if they have a, a water attack, a water bending they can bend it around their head if they want to or they can take it and turn it into ice spikes and spike it at somebody if you have a fire ability you can turn make lightning because you can make it so hot that you have lightning and strike people and you can burn stuff of course and if you have earth bending you can bring up the earth um diff make different things with sand and stuff like that anything you can think of and then the, of course air you can cool stuff down you can blow stuff around. You can uh, fly, basically, with like little hang gliders and everything. This the premise is cool, but when what the idea is that the main uh, character is the avatar, he can do all of these. So he can uh, burn stuff. He can do fire bending, earth bending, water bending, air bending, and uh, the the cool idea is he has to throughout the show he has to learn all of these different techniques. That's the basic idea, and then he has to defeat the Fire Kingdom, which has taken over the entire world. Cool premise. It's really awesome. Um, the fight scenes are visceral, and the characters are great. I've said that many times already. But what I was saying is the spinoff show I haven't watched yet, Legend of Korra. We're, uh, I'm watching it now, actually. I'm uh, on the second season, and uh, I bought the Blu-rays. We're going to watch it all. Uh, I would say first impression is it actually is a really good continuation of Avatar. So I would lump Legend of Korra with Lav Avatar. So I would recommend watching if you like if you watch Avatar and you love it, go ahead and keep on going with uh, Legend of Korra. It's really good. It continues the universe and the characters are great in that show too. I think the only way to watch this one is 
to buy it on Amazon or get the DVDs. But Avatar is really worth your time. Give it a try. Great show. So, we're at the top of my list. My favorite Nickelodeon cartoon ever. My favorite Nicktoon. So here we go with number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Hey Arnold! Yes, Hey Arnold is such an amazing show, guys. I freaking adore Hey Arnold. The characters, the setting, the the storylines. It's just really, really good. Arnold is kind of a typical kid. He's kind of a cooler kid. He's kind of more laid back. But each character in the show he always it's basically kind of, it's centered around him and it's about his interactions with each of these characters in this show but each character has their own motivations and each character in the show is a unique person and uh, the storylines are so nice and they're always so heartwarming and there's some heartbreaking episodes um I recommend Hey Arnold so much, guys. Uh, it is my favorite show. I've watched it probably ten times. Every single character, you start to love them all. You know, even the ones that you don't. Um, and then they are making a TV movie to continue continue the show. So I'm happy they're doing that. Um, Arnold doesn't have parents, and they never explained why. And they hinted at it in one of the movie the movie they made, but we don't know why. So we're hoping the movie will solve that problem or whatever. <laughs> if they're even alive anymore, that that's a different story. But there's like this really good episode that I always remember that I watch every single Christmas. Okay, so there's this character in this in this boarding house. He lives in a boarding house with his grandfather. Harold does, Arnold does, and uh, there's this guy named Mr. Wynn, and he's been looking for his daughter for years and years and years. Because uh, he, he's from a different country and he got separated from his daughter, but he knows he's she's in New York. That's why he moved to New York. So, what Arnold does is he goes down to this office Christmas Eve and he just does everything he possibly can do to find Mr. Wynn's daughter. And uh, I'm not going to spoil the entire episode, but that episode will make you cry. I will cry every single time I watch that episode. Another episode I saw was uh, the Pigeon Man guy. Uh, he was on the he's, he he has these pigeons on this roof, and uh, they're his only friends. So it's kind of about this guy, this character that he meets on on the roof that uh, he's lonely, but he feels like he doesn't really need anybody but himself and his pigeons. And it's a really touching story as well. This show has episodes like that all the time. Every episode has some kind of beat like that. And uh, it's so thought out. And the storylines are so beautiful. And Hey Arnold's just a stellar show. And I can re- recommend it enough if you guys like cartoons. And if you guys like really good storylines. I would say it's more like a sitcom type cartoon. But it's special because they actually care a lot when they made that show so 
that's it for my Nickelodeon Nicktoons Top 10. And I hope it came out good because I feel like I was a little rambly this episode. But, hey, I do these podcasts for fun. So, here it is. I'm done. <laughs> no, okay. I'll see you guys uh, next week. We got... This is going to be on an RSS feed very soon. Um, I want to do it before the end of July. I have some other plans in the process to possibly do more more shows, more podcasts and stuff. And uh, I want to do more video game related stuff because I love video game related stuff. But doing spinoff shows or doing random episodes about other topics is a lot of fun to me. So here we are. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, let me know. And if you have some criticisms, let me know too. I always, I'm always looking for that. You know, uh, I like uh, negative comments are good for me because then I can say, okay, next time I won't do this. You know what I mean? So, thank you for watching, and I'll catch you next week on Frantic Thoughts. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon.